show today, Ulysses Claiborne. He is the regional administrator for the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Talking housing, talking generational wealth, most importantly, a ton, and I mean this, a ton of resources that we are going to throw your way. You can catch them or throw them right back at us, but I would suggest maybe you uh, pick up a few of these. I'm just saying. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing. You do Kansas City back in your feeds tomorrow. Absolutely. I love you. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. That's just what you do, KC. You make it a good day. Every day. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there with hot sauce. The KC Morning Show. Back on your KC Morning Show, representing the Department of Housing and Urban Development, led currently by Secretary Marsha Fudge, but we got a pretty good guy here in town. He is the regional administrator. His friends call him Deke. Ulysses Deke Claiborne and we're gonna recap what we talked about last time because we are a big proponent of generational wealth and housing and we got some events we got a house party Deke conditions are ideal welcome back to the show well thank you Hartzell and thanks for having me back on your show the last time we spoke we discussed the disparities which exist in Kansas City's white ownership rate as compared to the African-American and Hispanic home ownership rate According to Fannie Mae's data, Kansas City's black homeownership rate is approximately 38%, while white homeownership rate is approximately 70%, 32% percentage point gap. And Hispanic homeownership rate, approximately 44%, a 26% gap. We know that we can do better. I want to talk about the things that HUD is doing, along with its partners, to reduce these disparities. We talked about the last time about some of the policies that HUD has and what we've changed to try to make things better. We talked about allowing HUD FHA-insured mortgagees, our lenders, that they're allowing the use of positive rental histories as an additional factor in their underwriting. Because sometimes they'll hear folks are denied credit because someone says, well, you have no credit history. Well, I do have a credit history. I've been renting this unit for two years. I've never missed a payment. I have good credit. Is it a surprise when folks hear that? Because I know I was when we talked last time. 
our lenders that HUD is engaged with, it's not a surprise to them, but the individuals just need the information so that they can connect. And when they're engaging with the lender and they hear you have no credit history, they can say, well, hold up. I understand that FHA has made a change and that my rental history can be considered as a part of my credit worthiness. And it's kind of what we talked about the last time, Arthur, and we're going to talk about now, this whole idea of myth-busting, making sure that people are given accurate information and the tools to which to respond when they are encountering bad information. So in February of 2023, FHA, the Federal Housing Administration, which is a part of HUD, they reduced the annual premiums it charges for mortgage insurance, making home ownership less costly for millions of Americans. And this is a 32% basis point. And I know I'm getting into the weeds here. <laughs> get in the weeds. Uh, but, get in the weeds. <laughs> okay. But it results in an $800 reduction in the expense of home ownership wow. and the cost of the loan. And that $800 can make a big difference. And we can make a big difference between getting a home and not getting a home. But individuals won't know this until they've had a chance to discuss this with individuals and receive this information regarding policy changes. And that brings us to the housing counseling agencies that we talked about last time. And we have at least 16 housing credit counselors right in Missouri. And then we have thousands that can be accessed remotely through calling or through email or virtual And so there are these housing credit counseling agencies, and the charge for it is based on income, and in many cases, that engagement is free. And so these housing credit counseling agencies, they can help you address certain questions like, hey, am I ready for home ownership? How much home can I afford? Who's a good lender? What is this process that I'm going through? And they can provide you with access to classes that help you with building your credit or credit restoration, especially credit restorations, because our data shows that over 68% of credit reports contain some type of substantial error. And these errors result in lower credit scores. Lower credit scores result in higher interest rates, higher insurance costs, and credit denials. And by engaging the housing credit counseling agency services early, these errors can be discovered and resolved. We like to say that if you're considering buying a home, engage with the housing credit counseling agency early, not when you found a home, but let's get engaged with them early in the process so that we can discover errors and resolve them rather than trying to do that in the middle of trying to get ready for closing. We're in the middle of the application process, and now we find out that we have a problem. But how do you know until you engage with someone and find out that some of the myths that you're operating under are incorrect? For instance, did you have to have 20% as a down payment? That's false. With FHA, you only need 3.5% down. That lenders will not allow friends or families to help with the down payment. That's false. FHA allows gifts with certain stipulations. Myth number three, you have to have perfect credit. No, you don't. Good credit helps, but FHA can work with lower credit scores. Myth number four, you need to be on the same job for two years. That's false. You need to have a work history of two years, but school and military history counts. Myth number five, you can't get a HUD-insured loan if you have student loan debt. And we just talked about that, where FHA now will 
treat that debt, student loan debt, like any other debt. Or you found a fixer-upper and you know that you really can't get a loan. You don't believe you can get a loan for uh, the cost to fix it up and also the cost to purchase. Well, HUD has a program, 203K loan program, which provides a mortgage for the purchase price and the cost of repair. Well, HUD only makes loans for single-family detached homes. No, these FHA-insured mortgages can be used for condos, townhouses, modular, manufactured homes. Trying to dispel those myths, trying to make sure that people have the information that they need, trying to provide opportunity to dispel and resolve inaccurate information on credit reports. These are some of the policy changes and some of the resources that are available. Lastly, also, I just want to talk about the fact that if any prospective home buyers run into disparities or run into discrimination, the HUD's Office of Fair Housing and Equal Opportunity is there and can investigate claims of discrimination by lenders covering approvals or denials of loans, terms and rates of loans, how loans are advertised and appraisals. Let me double down on that because I know there's some folks right now who are listening, you know, and maybe one of the reasons why they haven't made that final call to get into home ownership. They see about these rate hikes. You know, everyone says maybe this isn't the time to buy a house. What can you say on that? What can HUD do? Still trying to fight inflation, but at the same time, you know, when we raise those rates, it does end up oftentimes disproportionately taking a little bit of power away from the folks that we need to get this generational wealth generated for. Yes. Well, I tell you, that's a great point. With respect to rates, that's the great thing about FHA, because the fact that the government guarantees the loan, that the lender, in the event there is a default, the lender knows that this loan will be paid off by the federal government. So therefore, the FHA-insured loans are at a lower interest rate than the market loans. Mm. So that helps individuals to gain access. Also, we have the assistance of local first-time homebuyer programs that are instituted by entities like the Missouri Housing Development Commission, MHDC, and we have a special purpose credit programs that are provided by different nonprofits or provided by different banks that are targeted at individuals from disadvantaged backgrounds. For instance, first-generational homebuyers. We want to make sure that we create access for all these individuals, all these groups, and making sure that they are prepared for home ownership so they're successful. But we are going to see a reduction. These rates are going to moderate. And at the same time, because of the insurance of the federal government that's behind these FHA-insured mortgages, those rates will always be lower. Well, I appreciate you answering that because I feel like what we just heard was rather significant. And I think we definitely just dispelled a myth right there. So I appreciate you answering that question. We hadn't planned on talking about that. But you know we take walks, Deke. We take walks (laughs) on this show. We mentioned earlier in the intro a house party. And this is one of the initiatives that's been championed by Secretary Fudge. Why don't you explain this to us? Well, I tell you, thank you, Hartzell, for the buildup, because Secretary Marsha Fudge, she had the inaugural house party in November of 2022. She wants to focus on making sure that individuals that are young and in their working years, that they have access to the wealth building opportunities afforded by home ownership. 
So she thought this idea of how to have an event that provides information and resources regarding access to home ownership in a party context where there's going to be food and games, and at the same time, there's going to be information. So she has now charged the HUD team, all of us out here in the field, to throw house parties. Ours is going to be on September the 16th, 2023, at the Plexpod, the Westport Plexpod, at 300 East 39th Street, Kansas City, Missouri. It's going to be hosted by the Office of Housing Counseling and Credit and Home Ownership Empowerment Services, Inc., or CHESS, Inc., which is a local housing counseling agency. In addition to that, we're going to have lenders there. We're going to have Missouri Housing Development Commission, MHCC, which I mentioned earlier with their first-time homebuyers program. We're going to have lenders that have special purpose credit programs, which are first-time homebuyer programs and programs for first-generational homebuyers. Individuals that are, have expertise, lenders that have expertise in the FHA loan program. We're going to be pulling all the resources together, resources that are available to help individuals access and navigate through the home buying process. And we're going to have all of that there. So this is going to be a fun activity, in-person activity. Bring your kids. It's a family-friendly opportunity. And we want to make sure that everyone, all your listenership that is there and that they're there to receive this information and that following this house party, that the attendees should be inspired, empowered, and armed with the information and resources they need to make home ownership not just the American dream, but the American reality. And again, that event is taking place September 16th, y'all. It's at the Westport Plex Pod, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Let's make homes the goal. Is that what we're calling the initiative? Yes, right. Let's make the home the goal. That's exactly right. And they're not just information that you put up in the shelf, but the information that's available because we're going to have the people there that can answer questions that are posed and also provide information that will help them move along the way. Deke, I got one last question for you, and this is a big picture thing. Being able to get federal dollars to the state and municipal levels so that those local governments could maybe get into the housing game. Being able to take that property off of the free market. You know, why can't Kansas City be like the developer so that, you know, we can maybe even streamline some of the process so that it might even be easier for folks to get access to the programs that you just talked about. I'm in the clouds, my friend, but I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. We might already be doing this. So you tell me. Yes. Well, I tell you what, that's a great question. And it helps, and especially in the fact that HUD does provide, currently provide funds to the city of Kansas City, to the state. Sometimes individuals are unaware of it because programs are instituted and no one says, hey, this is the federal government helping. They just see, like, for instance, our home program or our community development block grant, CDBG, which goes to the cities and also to the state, which then provides monies to smaller towns and jurisdictions. These funds are available and go to address and assist development of multifamily housing that goes into infrastructure. Sometimes you don't hear that HUD is involved, but the federal government is actually there. Of course, every city and uh, municipality would say, we'd love for you to do more. (laughs) But I tell you that it's one of the things that we really can't do 
the things that we need to do without the assistance of cities and states, because HUD is in Washington for the most part, but we are also here. It is a regional administrator. We were just in rural uh, Kansas in Dodge City. We're going to McPherson. We've been in Mayetta. We've been in southern Missouri, Joplin, Nebraska, and regional administrators are the same all over the country, 10 of us, and also the HUD program branches who are out and doing this work. But we do a lot of our work through the cities and municipalities that are already there that have relationships with their communities. They have an idea of what works. The idea is to provide those resources to the cities and the towns and municipalities and also to the state, which then provides those funds to the smaller towns and municipalities. And they then, who know best about their communities, can utilize those funds to address the needs of those communities. I always enjoy our conversations. This has really just been excellent. Where can folks go? Give us the handles, the URLs. Where can folks go to get more information on the event coming up and also just HUD in general? Well, I tell you, if you have any questions about HUD, they can always just go to www.hud.gov. There's a search bar and just kind of type in the question that you have. Reach us here at HUD. We're at 913-551-5462. A number that you can call and from that calling that number you will be able to ask your question and then receive a call back from someone who is knowledgeable about the area that you have the inquiry you know our job is to make sure that we're in contact with the people of this state and states of our region and also like i said every regional administrator has the same charge to be engaged and to make sure that we work with our partners in order to deliver safe, decent, and sanitary housing and accomplish the HUD mission, which is to create strong, sustainable, inclusive communities and quality, affordable homes, not housing, but homes for all.
Casey Morning Show.